I want to talk to you today about this, okay? I want to talk to you about Star Wars, okay? I want to talk to you today about Star Wars. Now you're thinking, what is he going to do today? I said, I don't know. But I do know this, that we're living in the last hour. I do know this, that there is a, a deep hunger in my spirit to get in the flow of what God is doing in this hour. Okay? It's already been stated and it's already been said that and it's proof is coming out that the year 2020 is going to weed out about 20% of our churches. Okay? Uh, there's a group that does surveys in the church world called the Barna Group, B-A-R-N-A, and they've been around for 30 or 40 years. And about 20% of the churches in America are going to not have church in 2021 because they're going to close because of finances, because of attendance, because uh, basically because God is, is starting to flush out the church world as well. And I don't want to be in that 20%. I want to be in the 80% that's still around. I don't want to be in, a, uh, I don't want to have a seeker-friendly church. I want to have a church that the Spirit of the Holy Ghost is moving all the time. Oh, it was beautiful watching folks pray up here. It was awesome hearing these guys pray and seeing the, uh, us responding. We, we have to pray in this hour. We have to get our, our priorities straight. We have to get some things done in our lives. Amen? We've got to get some things uh, taken care of. I need you to continue to pray for Brother Art. This just came to me. He's probably watching me on television. That's he, and Sister D. Sister D's doing well. Uh, Brother Art was transferred from St. Elizabeth's, Elizabeth's up to St. Joseph's. Okay, and in between they stopped and saw St. Anne. I don't know. Went through, we did go through past St. Jacob. There you go. Okay, but I went down and picked up Brother Art from the hospital the other day. He said, Pastor, none of my neighbors will come get me. They're all afraid of me. I said, I'm not afraid, Brother Art. You glow green, I glow green. Hallelujah. We're all radioactive. I'll come and get you. So I picked him up and I said, are you? Listen, you, if, this is the kind of pastor you want. First thing I said is, Brother Art, are you hungry? And his reply was, I'm starving. So we stopped through Lebanon and got us a, at St. McDonald's and picked us up a, good, a couple good cheeseburgers, amen, and got him delivered. So Brother Art is improving. He's, he's in rehab now and therapy, so that's a good sign. Amen. So keep him in your prayers as well. But uh, we're going to have to get on fire. And if we don't get on fire, the fire is going to leave us behind. Amen? And not only are churches going to be closing, but there's going to be congregations that are going to be shrinking. And, and we've experienced that around here. And I was talking to some pastors just a month or two ago. I had to do a funeral. And we were talking, and they said, we've lost about 20 to 25% of our congregation, the people out on the fringe. 
because people just want to watch it now in their pajamas or they want to turn it on and go out and mow the yard. Listen, if you turn on the, my broadcast and go out and mow the yard, I may not know about it, but the Lord's going to kill your grass or something. I don't know, man. You got to. But listen, when we had to go and watch it, that's what we did. But we don't have to watch it now, and we're coming back. Amen. This building is getting fuller and fuller each Sunday, and that's awesome. Give yourselves a hand. Amen. I believe I'm talking to men and women who are hungry for the move of God. I want to see myself saved. I want to see my wife saved. I want to see my kids saved. I want to see my grandkids saved. I want to see, I want to see the fire of the Lord in my life. I didn't, I didn't walk this journey for the last 35, 39 years to give up now. I didn't come this far to turn back now. Amen. He didn't bring them out of Egypt to leave them die in the wilderness. He was taking them all the way to the promised land. And I'm planning on getting to the promised land, brothers and sisters. Come hell or high water, I'm getting to the promised land. Amen. I don't care what the devil says. The devil's a liar. I want to talk about Star Wars today. See that old stormtrooper up there? Ain't that something? Star Wars. Let's talk about this today. What about this in the scriptures? How, how in the world are you preaching about Star Wars in the church? Let's go to the Old Testament first. I'm taking you to the Old Testament to the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter number 10 and verse 13. It says here, the New Living Translation, but for 21 days, the spirit prince, everybody say spirit prince, of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Now this is Gabriel. Let me give you just a brief background here that Daniel is trying to interpret a dream. And he's seeking the Lord for this dream's interpretation. And he goes into fasting and prayer and seeking the Lord. That's what we're doing for America this 21 days. We're fasting and praying. I go to a church that believes in fasting. I go to a church that believes in praying. I go to a church that believes in getting filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost speaking with tongues. It's all in the Bible. Amen. It's in the Bible. Punch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor. Don't punch him. Touch your neighbor. Tell him it's in the Bible. It's in the Word. It's in the Word. Amen. And so Daniel is fasting 21 days, and finally the answer comes, and it's from Gabriel. Now Gabriel is going to bring the messages because Gabriel is a messenger angel. Let me give you a little background in angelology right now. Gabriel is a messenger angel. He brought, the, he brought the word and the message to Daniel in Daniel chapter 10. He also visited a woman named Elizabeth and told her that she was going to have a baby. She was well up in years, but he said, when you're going to have a baby and he's going to make every crooked place straight and every high place low and every low place high and he's going to make a, a highway in the desert for our God. That was Elizabeth, John the Baptist's mom. Six months later, he shows up in Nazareth to a little virgin girl, a teenage girl by the name of Mary. And he said, Mary, blessed is the fruit of thy womb for the Holy Ghost has overshadowed thee and you're going to bring forth the Messiah. So Gabriel is a messenger angel. Now, there's another angel by the name of Michael. Michael is a fighter. He's a warrior. Here in this verse, in this chapter here, it says that Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me, and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. 
You also will see in the book of Jude that it was Michael that fought and contended with the enemy, with the, with the devil, with Satan, over the body of Moses when Moses died. Moses was like an old dog. He just walked up into the wilderness and died all by himself, and God buried him. But you see, the devil wanted to take Moses' body because what he was planning to do was he was going to resurrect that body and and completely uh, uh, deceive the entire nation of Israel. But that's when Jude said that even the archangel Michael did not bring a railing accusation against Satan or when they disputed over the body of Moses, but simply said, the Lord rebuke you. Michael is a warrior angel. So you've got to understand God is a God of order. God is a God that has a definite plan. God is a God that has a plan and a purpose. And you're his kid. And he wants to use you. So 21 days he's been fasting. Finally, the answer comes. Gabriel tells him, we heard you the first time, bro. We just couldn't get through here because we were interfered with. The prince, the spirit prince of Persia, the kingdom of Persia. Now, this is, this is a, for all of you Bible scholars out there, this is what's called a commentary. That's when old guys write their opinion about the scriptures and then us, hundreds of years later, pay thousands of dollars to read and get their books. What a deal. So this commentary says here, this is Barnes Notes. As far, so far as the word is concerned in the phrase prince of the kingdom of Persia, it might refer to a prince ruling over that kingdom or to a prime minister of the state. They said it might do that, so a physical deal. But, everybody say but. That's a powerful word in the English language, but. That means it changes everything that was just said. It makes you think back and reflect on what was just said because we're going to show you something different. But, the language also is such that it is applicable to an angelic being supposed to preside over a state or to influence its councils. If this idea is admitted, if it is believed that angels do thus preside over particular states, this language would properly express that fact. Jessinus, there's another Bible name for you women that's going to have babies. Jessinus. Jessinus Leon. Okay, nobody wants that one. Leon's a good name, ain't it, Danny? Edison's got it. Explains it in the passage as denoting the chief, chiefs, princes, and angels, i.e., the archangels acting as patrons and advocates of particular nations before God. That this is the proper meaning here as deduced from the words is apparent. So it's talking about a spiritual force that controls nations. It talks about a spiritual force. Everybody say Star Wars. I'm talking about Star Wars today. I'm talking about, it said here, now he said, but he withstood me in the Hebrew or he stood over against me is what Gabriel said. The fair meaning is that he resisted or opposed him, that he stood over against him and delayed him on his way to Daniel. Let me say this, brothers and sisters, you have prayed some prayers that you and I still have not got the answers for. Oh, yeah. We have prayed prayers that we have not received answers for yet. 
We have asked for direction that we have not received the direction for yet. Could it be that just like in Daniel chapter 10, that there is a force that is withstanding the answer trying to get to you? Could it be that it is a force that is keeping the way of direction away from you? I'm saying, yes, it probably is. And we're going to have to begin to participate in Star Wars in order to get some of the answers that we've been waiting for all of these days, weeks, months, and years. You see, God is interested in you knowing what his plan is for your life. God wants you to know what his will is for your life. God wants you to know what his plan is. How do you know? that pastor jeremiah 29 11 we got to plaster it all over our laptops we got to plaster it all over our walls i know the plans i have for you says the lord anybody got that on your wall don't even vote about it i know you do i don't even have to walk in your house bless this home home is where you hang your heart amen and your tool belt hallelujah right see answers want to get to you but the devil wants to hold you up, hold him up. The devil wants you to start getting discouraged. The devil wants you to start getting sad. The devil wants you to start getting weak. The devil wants you to start not believing that God's hearing your prayers. You see, the devil's playing a head game with you. The devil's not going to come up to you with, you know, a pitchfork and horns and a long tail, and, you know, carrying a 12-pack of Bud Lights and saying, oh, come on, Tracy, let's sit down here and drink a couple beers. Number one, I don't like beer. Never did like beer. Not telling you what I did like, because then you would try to tempt me with the devil. You're not going to do it. One of them was Dr. Pepper. Yeah. He's not going to walk up to me like that, but he's going to try to discourage me. He's going to try to slow you down. He's going to try to discourage you and make you think that God doesn't care where you're at or what you're doing. The devil is playing a head game. The battlefield is in our minds. The battlefield between you and the devil, the enemy of your soul, is in your mind. It's in your thought processes. We have to get our thoughts cleaned up. Amen. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was where? Which was also in Christ Jesus. It also says that we need to renew our minds. Amen. We have to renew our thinking. You have to think different than what you thought when you were out in the world. You have to think different than what you thought when you were weak and Christian and you were trying to fight the battle by yourself. We have to learn how to think different. We have to learn how to speak different. Look at your neighbor and tell him you got to learn how to think. Come on, look at somebody. You got to learn how to think and you got to learn how to speak. Because if you don't know how to think, you're not going to know how to speak. Oh, yeah. So this prince of Persia, this demonic force, was withholding the revelation that Daniel is looking for. Now, Daniel chapter 10, verse 20, that same chapter, the angel says, he replied, Do you know why I have come? Soon I must return to fight against the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. And after that, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Greece will come. Star Wars. Look at your name and tell them, Star Wars. Star Wars, Kevin. Some of you are Jedi Knights and you don't even realize it. Some of you are walking around a threat to the kingdom of darkness, but the devil doesn't want you to know that. He wants to deceive you. 
He wants you to think you're weak. He wants you to think that you can't do this. He wants you to think you can't make this work. He wants you to think God's forgot all about you. He wants you to think that, that, that ain't nobody. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Here we go. See, now I get downloaded. Uh-huh. I speak against that old maid spirit. I speak against that old maid mentality. Girls are growing up, and if they're not married by the time they're 17, they're an old maid. Uh-oh. Girls think that if they're not married by 18, it ain't going to happen for them. So girls begin to just settle for whoever comes along. Uh-oh. Where's he at? Uh-oh. You know, God has a man for you. Oh, it's quiet now. God has a man for you. Hold on here, boys. God's got a gal for you. Don't just settle for the first piece of flesh that comes along. Don't just settle for somebody that, listen, oh, here we go. I wouldn't even, this wasn't even in the notes. It must be the Holy Ghost. Because I just pray when I'm putting this together, Lord, as I'm preaching, whatever you want me to say, you download it into me while I'm preaching. Because if I do it when I'm planning, I'll try to get that out of there and make it sound nice. And then I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to offend anybody. But I want to tell you this. You're not an old maid and you're not an old man if you're not married by the time you're 17. I'm just going to preach to myself. Some of my best sermons were in here during the lockdown when all I had was pews. Hopefully you watched them. Amen. Pop some popcorn, eating some Pepsi while I'm in here preaching my guts out and cough up my spleen and three foot of my small intestines. It was nasty. You're not going to be an old maid. You're not going because God has a plan for you. Why don't you fall in love with Jesus and let him take care of everything else? If you court Jesus, if you date Jesus, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. But no, we want to take things into our own hands. We want to take things into our own ways and our own thoughts. And God says that your thoughts are not my thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. As far as the heavens are above the earth, so are my thoughts and my ways above whatever you can conjure up and whatever you can think. Girls, if you're 20, and you're not married you're okay if you're 30 and you're not married you're still okay if you're 35 and not married get a hold of Jesus if you fall in love with Jesus he will give you the desires of your heart but let him put it together let him bring them to you let him get you ready and get them ready for what needs to happen oh well pastor I know I know he loves me and he's going to change when we get married. They ain't changing. They, if you ain't got them done by the time you get married, they ain't changing. 
I'm not going to get into basic anatomy here, but I'm going to tell you something. People do th- a lot of people wait till after they're married, and they do things phys- physical that aren't, they don't do when they're dating. I'm not getting into that, okay? But when you get married, you let your guard down because I've got them now. One girl went to get talk to her pastor about getting married. She was engaged to this boy, wasn't in church. And I can let some women testify that their husbands aren't in church about how fun it is. This girl went, she said, Pastor, I just love... I was going to say Johnny, but I'm not going to use Johnny. I'm going to say Billy. Billy. We don't have any Billies in here, do we? Okay, good. I just love Billy. But Billy doesn't come to church, hon. Oh, but he's going to. He's going to change. No, if he don't change now, he ain't going to change when he's got you. When they say, you know, and, and, and... do, we, do they realize that when they say for, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do us parts, part until, as long as we both shall live, and they say, I do, that is their oath. That is a word. And, she, and the pastor could not convince her not to marry Billy. So she says, well, I'm going to marry him anyway. He said, well, I'll tell you what, honey. You can either cry now because you don't have him or you'll cry later when you do have him. Hello. Listen, find, you know the best place to find your mate is right up here. Right up here, worshiping. Right up here, praying. Right up here, seeking the will of God. But you see, the devil wants to trick you and lie to you and say it's never going to happen. It's never going to come to pass. It's never going to work out. Let me tell you something. As I've said before, the devil is a liar. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar and the father of it. And he hates your guts. And he wants to see you destroyed. And he wants to see you pulled out of the church and out of the kingdom. Oh, this is no time to get pulled out of the church. This is no time to get pulled out of the kingdom. That's all I can say. You're either going to cry now because you don't have him, or you'll cry later when you do. And let me go into a little bit depth and detail because I saw it happen in my home growing up. Then when the mom wants to go to church and the kids don't want to go to church, there's a voice of the father that says, if they don't want to go, they don't have to. True story, isn't it? Yes. Oh, little Billy Jr. wants to get baptized. That ain't necessary. He doesn't need to get baptized. 
Oh, it, it doesn't stop with just I do. It doesn't stop when Big Billy doesn't come to church. It goes all the way down the line, all of the existence of that family, because there's going to be a constant conflict between your light and his darkness. There's going to be a constant enmity, a constant hostility, and I'm here to tell you that God is trying to do something to tell you not to believe the lies of the devil because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and the devil doesn't want you knowing it. The devil doesn't want you knowing that you're powerful. The devil doesn't want you to know that you're really a soldier. The devil doesn't want you to know that you're really able to overcome all kinds of things. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. So he said, when I'm gone, the prince of Greece will come. And if you go back in history, about the same time Daniel's receiving this prophecy and this message, they went back into the heavenlies and they they wiped out and destroyed and pushed away the prince of Persia. And the prince of Persia was overtaken, or the kingdom of Persia was overran by Alexander the Great from Greece. When he said, the prince of Greece will come. You see, we are fighting principalities and powers. We are fighting darkness in heavenly places. That's why I'm talking about Star Wars today. Amen? Amen? Okay, I'm locked out. There we go. New Testament. Let's talk about the New Testament here. Everybody say New Testament. New Testament. Very good. New Testament. All right. Luke chapter 9, verse 1, King James. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power. Everybody say power. Everybody say he gave them power. Just like me. And authority. Everybody say authority. He gave them power and authority over some things. (laughs) Over all devils. And to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Now, that's the disciples. That's followers, right? Anybody in here a disciple? Four of you. All right. Four of you. Five of you. Disciples. The Bible says Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if they were disciples then, we're disciples now. We're followers of Christ. And he gave us power over all the power, over all the authority of the devil and to cure diseases and send him to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Amen. We're supposed to heal the sick. We're supposed to cast out devils. Uh-huh. Yeah. Next chapter, Luke 10. That was the disciples. Watch this. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them to and two before his face into every city and place whether he himself would come. Therefore he said unto them, The harvest is truly is great, 
but the laborers are few. That's us. There's a great harvest out there, and there's a few of us. You say, well, they're not in here. No, we got to go get them. You got to go get them. There was corn out here in this field last week or so. And I swear, I checked all of the videotapes of all the cameras. I did not see that corn pull itself out of the ground and get in a formation and march out of here. You know why? Because the harvesters had to come get it. That's us. We've got to come get it. We've got to go get it. We've got to become harvesters at our workplace. We've got to become harvesters at Walmart. We've got to become harvesters at Dollar General and the Dollar Tree. Amen. With or without your mask, you've got to be a harvester. Amen. You've got to be a harvester wherever you're at. But he said, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. So that's where we're at. Amen. Okay. Bloom. Bloom. All right, Jonathan. Yes. Luke ten eighteen, And he said to them, I beheld as lightning, or I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. This is after they went out. This is after they began to cure diseases. This is after they began to cast out devils. This is after all that began to take place. They all came back and they said, he said, I saw Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Now, we're going back to Mr. Barnes in the commentary. He said in verse 18 that I beheld Satan fall as lightning. Satan here denotes evidently the prince of the devils who had been cast out by the 70 disciples. For the discourse was respecting their power over evil spirits. Basically, what Jesus was saying was, I saw at your command, devils immediately depart. As quick as the flash of lightning. I gave you this power. I saw it put forth. And I give also now, in addition to this, the power to tread on serpents. The disciples went out and the 70 went out and they began to minister and do the kingdom work. That's where we are right now. We are getting equipped to do the kingdom work. We are getting ready to go out into the harvest. We are getting ready. And they said that the devils are subject to us through your name. He said, I saw these principalities when you began to walk into places, leave. That's where we have to get, Kevin. That's why I'm talking about Star Wars today. I'm talking about it's not time to fight each other. It's time to fight the devil. It's not time to get on Facebook and get on fights with everybody and social media and send, you know, send hate mail to each other. We already, there's already enough hate in the world. It's time to join together, bind up and get unified. Let's walk arm in arm and say, this is what God's going to do in our lives and with me. Amen. I'm going to the book of Ephesians, chapter 10. New Living Translation. I'm almost done. Can you believe that? A final word. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. If you don't feel you're strong in the Lord, it's time to pray and fast. 
I will say this. I will say this. And this just isn't because of, of the last two Saturdays. This is because of as long as some of us have been here. If you don't pray and fast, you ain't going to make it. Because prayer makes you strong. Now, I'm not going to embarrass anybody. I don't want to, but I'm going to tell you something. I pulled in here last night. Brother Johnny and I were in Bloomington for church meetings all day. We got in here a little late for prayer last night. And, you know, there was a white journey out here in the parking lot. I think that was yours. Now, do you live here in Vandalia? No. Where do you live? How far is that from here? About 45 minutes one way with tra- without traffic. Deer, possums, coons, 55 minutes sometimes. And you've got to watch, watch going through Sandoval because there is a policeman there that is overzealous. Always has been. Sandoval, Illinois. Watch it. Brother Bernie comes 45-minute drive to come pray for an hour. And he turns around and goes back home. Yeah, but he ain't got kids. He ain't got, he's old, and he, he, he's single, and oh, whatever. I'm just telling you what they say. I didn't say that about you. I'm just quoting what they said. Wherever they were out in the, in the space in Star Wars, I'm just telling you what they're saying. But I'm going to tell you something. If we don't pray, we ain't going to make it. If we don't pray, we're not going to make it, church. Amen. And I can't reach this generation all by myself. I just need some people. I need a remnant. I need some Holy Ghost-filled people that are willing to say, you know what, we're going to be Team Seal or Seal Team 6, baby. We're going to be Rangers. We're going to be Green Beret. We're going to be whatever it takes. Hallelujah. In the kingdom, in the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about Star Wars. There's a war going on for your soul. There's a war going on for this church. There's a war going on for this community and this county and this state and this country and this world. I'm talking about their principalities and powers. And Paul said, final word, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, in his mighty power. Put on all God's armor so that you will be able to stand against all the strategies of the devil. You see, you got to pray. If you don't pray, you're going to marry Billy Bob. If you don't pray, you're going to marry Susie Bell. And really, you don't want Susie Bell. No, 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 you don't want Susie Bell. No, no. Susie Bell drive you crazy. She'll make you nuts. She'll make you say things that you couldn't believe you could say. She'll make you do things that you couldn't believe you'd do. And then she uses this thing, this words, if you love me. Oh, if you love me. That just makes you want to throw up in your mouth if you love me. Put on the whole armor of God that you might stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. You're going to have to pray. I can't make you pray. I can't make you fast. I can't make you read your Bible. I can't make you come to church. I appreciate all of you that are here today because you're soldiers. Amen. You're gonna ha- but you're going to have to throw the world off. You've got to throw the world off. Let me ask you this. How much time do you give the world and how much time do you give the kingdom? Let me get a little more personal here. How much time you spend on social media and how much time does that compare to how much time you spend in the Word?
You got to spend as much time in the Word as you do on social media. Hey, I, I don't post. I don't repost. I don't compost. I don't, whatever else post they do. I've done a few post hole diggings, and I didn't appreciate that either. When they came out with that auger thing, I was, praise God, that was marvelous. Especially where I grew up, because you go down about three inches and hit rocks. Ugh, there ain't a rock in this county. You know that? Maybe on that hill back there, but ain't a, every, every ditch I've ever dug in Fayette County, ain't a, there ain't a rock anywhere. Amen. What are you saying, Pastor? I said, you got to stand. And if you, don't feed your, if you don't feed your spirit man, you're not going to make it in your spiritual life. Some of you feed your spirit man. If you, if you fed your natural man as much as you fed your spirit man, you'd look like a toothpick. You'd be in a size double, double aught, triple aught. You'd be small. You'd be skinny winny. You'd be weak, sickly. When you get weak, you get sick. Amen. You know how you feel when you want, you don't want to fight a devil while you're laying in bed sick. Amen. You don't want to do all of that. He said you got to be able to stand against the devil. You got to be able to stand. For we are wrestling not with flesh and blood, Star Wars. We're not contending only with physical opponents, but against the, des- the, the despotisms. Despotisms. What is a despotism? I told Brother Gary, I said, you're going to learn about despotisms today. He said, I don't know what that's going to mean. I said, we're going to help you. Despotism. Everybody say despotisms. Okay. Against the powers. Against the master spirits who are the rulers. Everybody say master spirits. Master spirits who are the rulers of this present darkness. Against the spirit forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural sphere. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that the devil is the prince and power of the air. The ruler of the darkness of this world. He is the God of this world. We're on earth. God is in heaven. Between us and God is the devil's forces. Star Wars. Every time you send a prayer up, there's a demonic force trying to keep it down. Every time God's trying to send a prayer, an answer to the prayer, there's a demonic force trying to keep it away from you. What am I telling you today? I'm telling you don't give up. Don't slow down. Don't throw in the towel. you got to just keep on praying and keep on fasting and keep on seeking God until you bust through that interference in the heavenlies and God says, I'm going to send you the revelation. I'm going to send you the power. I'm going to send you the glory. Star Wars. Say Star Wars. Star Wars. What are they? They're the fallen angels. They're the fallen angels that were kicked out of heaven with the enemy. Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. The Bible says he took a third of the angels with him. These third of the angels are over countries, continents, countries, nations, states, providences. I believe there's a spirit force, a spirit prince over Vandalia. I believe there's one over Fayette County. I believe there's one over Illinois. I believe there's one over America. I'm telling you, I believe in all this because that's what the Word says. Everybody say the Word says it. Amen. Despotism. Here it is, Brother Gary. The exercise of absolute power, especially in a cruel and oppressive way. So these enemies have absolute power. A country or political system 
where the ruler holds absolute power. You see, in order for us to have a move of God, we're going to have to bind the prince of Fayette County. We're going to have to bind the spirits that have been lodged in this county and in this community for years. Amen. We're going to have to come against the spirit of perversion. We're going to have to come against the spirit of, of, um, of uh, religion because everybody's saved in this town. Even the people committing adultery are saved. I said, I'd like to just drop it and walk away. It's amazing how many people are living in sin and still saved. Wow. Even the liars are saved. You know, there's a problem with that. Because the word says in Revelation 21.8, And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and with brimstone. You see, there's a spirit of religion over this place. There's a spirit of drugs over this place. There's a spirit of perversion over this place. We are one of the top three counties in the state for unteen, or, uh, unwanted, un, unmarried teen pregnancies. Try to get all that out there. Amen. There's a spirit of drugs. We got a lot of scientists in this county. Scientists and chemists. I can't even go buy 12-hour Sudafed without showing an ID. Can't even get my sinuses cleared up without showing an ID. Amen. But you see, one day, all the, rug, all the blankets are going to be pulled back, and every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Every tongue's going to confess, but we're going to have to be a church that's strong. We're going to have to be a church that's engaged in Star Wars. We're going to have to be a church that's ready to do battle. We just can't float along singing tiptoe through the tulips, and I know none of you young kids know anything about that. I'm telling you, you're going to have to get on your knees and on your face. We're going to have to pray. We're going to have to intercede. We're going to have to ask God, don't shut us down. Lord, we want to be a church that's on fire. We want to be a church that has the power. We want to be a church where a Drug addicts can walk in and drunks can walk in and get saved and delivered and healed. Amen. Star Wars. Look at your neighbor and yell, Star Wars. Oh, I tell you, if you yell like that, you're not coming to any of my fights. Star Wars. Star Wars. You hear me, Marcus? Star Wars. Yell. Star Wars. Star Wars. He burned up all of his energy by the time he was five. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. But you see, the devil wants us to be busy with, he said, she said, did you see what so-and-so posted on social media? You see, we got to wear a mask in there. You can't wear a mask. You got to wear a mask, can't wear a mask. Now the CDC saying that masks don't help us. People getting COVID without a mask, with a mask on. What are we supposed to do? I guess you're just supposed to lay down and die. You just go, what? Danny just said just be prayed up and stayed up. That's all you can do. Trust God. Amen. But see, the devil has us all tied up 
He's got preachers tied up. He's got churches tied up. We're fighting with each other. Internal conflict and all this other mess. Why? Why are we fighting? Because the devil is diverting our attention. Because he knows that if the church gets a revelation of Star Wars, he knows that if we really know how to go, come about the kingdom of darkness, that we're going to see souls saved. We're going to see people baptized. We're going to see people filled with the Holy Ghost. We're going to see lives changed. Oh, pastor, you're just up there blown. Do you know what you're talking about? I'll tell you what, I, I, do, I think, I, yeah, I think I do. Might close near it. I talked to a couple a year ago. They were struggling. They came to this church, and I, I tried to help them. And I told them, they didn't want to listen to me. Well, just don't listen. You don't have to. It's like my father-in-law used to say. He said, I got lots of advice, and it's all free. I told them, I said, if you want to be successful living for God, you need to do one, two, three, A, B, C, one, two, three. You know? Oh, baby, baby. And I said, you need to do one, two, three. You know what? They didn't do none of it. Oh, now. Now they're not living together. Now they're strung out on drugs. Hello. Hello. If they thought they were in bad shape last year this time, they're really in worse shape now a year later because you got to listen. you got to get engaged in Star Wars. I said, you're going to have to remove everything in your life that gives the devil a legal right to be in your life. I just can't walk into your life and cast out devils and come into your house and clean it out and say everything's all right if you don't change. Because if you don't repent, you give the devil legal right to come on back. Oh, despotisms. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. He just wants to hold you up. He wants to make you think that you can't do it. Amen. I'm closing. Jonathan, move me. Hallelujah. You got another one? First Kings 17. I'm closing. I want, you to, I, want, I want you to get some power in your life. Okay? I want you to get some power in your life. Okay. Matthew 18. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And I say again, I say to you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, shall ask, it shall be done to them of my Father which is in heaven. Everybody say, whatever is bound on earth, bound in heaven. Loosed on earth, loosed in heaven. That's right. First Kings 17. Elijah, the Tishbite. Remember him? What is a Tishbite? A Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, watch now what the man of God says, as the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years. Well, what's that next line say? But according to my word. That skinny, long-haired prophet just shut up the heavens at his word. 
He said, it ain't going to happen. You're not going to get due. You're not going to get missed. You're not going to get a sprinkle, sprinkle. You're not getting anything according to my word. Brothers and sisters, he didn't have the Holy Ghost. You do. Brothers and sisters, he wasn't full of a resurrected Savior. You are. We are. But you see, the devil doesn't want you to realize and start opening up your mouth and start talking and kicking him out of your house. You'd rather just get in there and in your house and let the devil run over you and you cry and, oh, God, the devil's after me. Why is the devil after me? After me? Oh, I can't take the devil being after me. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just so weak and I'm just so helpless. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're stupid because you're not letting God fill your mouth because according to his word, the heavens weren't going to give any rain. And I'm telling you, you shall say to this mountain, oh, I can't, I'm jumping ahead. Let's all stand. I want you to get ready to pray. We're not going to have any music. I want you to start thinking about what you need to talk to. I want you to start thinking about what you need to address. I need you to start thinking about what you need in a mountain range in your life that needs to move. you got to get some power. Somebody's got to get some power. Somebody's got to get some Star Wars down and realize the devil has lived in your house way too long. He's been interfering in your life way too long. And it's about time that we have a move of God like we've never had in our lives. Amen. Give the Lord a praise right now. Mark eleven twenty two. Jesus answering said to them, have faith in God. You got faith in God? Ain't trick question. You got faith in God. Okay. Next one says, For verily I say unto you, now this is Jesus talking here, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe, now watch, but shall believe that those things which he saith, everybody say saith, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. If you believe it when you say it, you shall have whatever you say. That's what he says. I'm talking about Star Wars. Star Wars. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. It ain't going to rain until my word says it's going to rain. Say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. The things that you say when you pray, if you believe, you shall have whatever you say. Isn't that what it's saying? Romans 10, 8. Well, what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, the word of faith which we preach. you got a word of faith in your mouth. Brothers and sisters, you got a word of faith in your mouth. Say, i got a word in my mouth. I got a word in my mouth. Now, what does that mean? What does that word of faith mean? Let's look and see what it says. It comes from the Greek word rhema. You ever heard of rhema? It's the rhema word. There's two Greek words for the word word translated in English. One is logos. That's John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Logos means thought or intent, right? In the beginning was a thought, and the thought was with God. And the thought was God. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh. Watch. And the thought became flesh. Oh, 
That's not this word. This is rhema. Rhema is different. It is an utterance. Individually, collectively, or specifically by implication, a matter or topic, especially of narration, it is a command. It's a command. It's a command. Whoa, come on now. It's a command. It's in your mouth. Say the command is in my mouth. Star Wars. It's time for some people to start doing some Star Wars around here. There you are. We went from a stormtrooper to the Jedi. It's time, brothers and sisters, for Star Wars in our lives and in this church. We've got to do it. I can't, listen, me and my family, we can't build this church by ourselves. We need you. We need you. We need Sunday school teachers. We need prayer warriors. We need intercessors. We need folks fasting with us. We need folks that will show up to church and just be here like bodies. You know, it's always good to see a body. Body. Everybody needs a body. Everybody needs a body. What are you saying? We've got to make this a priority. The kingdom has to be a priority. Hallelujah. Now, here's what we're going to do. If I've spoken to you today, if you've got a word that you need to say to the devil, if you'd like to engage in Star Wars, I need you to come up here to the front real fast. And if you don't, just stay there, and we'll go eat lunch. Amen. And we'll watch the world just knock us over. Amen. I mean, I know some of your situations, some of you are facing lots of battles. Some of you are facing lots of problems. Some of you are facing situations that are out of control in your life. It's time. It's time. Anybody else? Anybody else got a word? You need to, uh, to speak a word to the enemy? I'm giving you just a few seconds. Come on up here real quick. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what we're going to do, those of you behind, I want you to point your arms and hands toward these folks and pray for them in the Holy Ghost. If you can, you in the front, I want you to just lift your hands up, close your eyes, and on the count of three, I want you to begin to speak that word. I'm talking about Star Wars. I'm talking about addressing some things in your life that have got to go. Addressing some situations that you need God to move in on. In the name of Jesus. One, two, three. Let's go. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come right now in the name of the Lord. We come, Lord, in your power. We come, Lord, in your name. We come, Lord, in the power of the name of Jesus. And we speak to mountains right now. Lord, you said... If we would say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in our heart. And of the things that we say when we pray, if we believe that those things that we say will happen, we shall have those things. So we speak the word right now. The prophet Elijah said, the heavens will not open until my word says it will open. But Lord, we are full of the Holy Ghost here. Elijah was not full of the Holy Ghost. So Lord, now we speak. I want you to speak specifically, brothers and sisters. I want you to speak specifically to that mountain. Specifically, you name names. You name situations. You do whatever you got to do. But you make sure that that situation knows that you're addressing it right now. 
Situation, you've tormented me long enough. Situation, you have given me problems all of my life. I'm done. You are out of my life. I remove you right now in the name of Jesus. I remove you by the word of God. Come on, say it now. Get a hold of it. I remove you by the word of God from your roots. I command the source of your life to now be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Curses in my life have to go. Blessings have to flow in the name of Jesus. I speak to mountains, mountains of financial problems, mountains of health problems, mountains of addictions, mountains, mountains, mountains. And we say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. In the name of Jesus, let that mountain be moved now in the name of the Lord. Oh yeah, just pray it. Yeah, just pray it. Legal problems, legal situations be removed in the name of Jesus. Family situations be removed in the name of Jesus. Lukewarmness coming into my life be removed in the name of Jesus. Come on, Star Wars. Come on, somebody get Star Wars right now. In the name of Jesus. My God, my God, they Lord, you know, Bodan, Dada, Yada, Dabaha. Hey, and Deboho Sada, Raboho Shada Bahaya. Come on, let's make these rafters ring with prayer. Let's make these rafters ring with that rhema word, that command right now. Come on, the word is in your mouth. Speak the word. That rhema word is in your mouth. Speak it. Speak that command. You're coming down, strong man. You're coming down, dark prince, in the name of Jesus. You're coming down in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Come down, dark prince, in the name of the Lord. Come down, dark prince, in the name of the Lord. Now let's move into praise. I want you to move into praise now. Thanking the Lord for moving these mountains. Thanking the Lord for shutting up the heaven. Thanking the Lord for destroying that curse from the root up in your life, in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's praise him and worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Glory. Oh, my God, my God, my God.
like a comet traveling through space. That light of that comet that pierces the darkness of that sky. Your word that you have spoken is like a comet flying now through space. It's like a missile headed for the target of which you spoke of. But be not weary in the wait. Be not weary in the travel of the comet and the missile. For it will take time for that missile, that comet, to hit that target. But honor me with your praise. Honor me with your worship. Honor me with your faithfulness. And you will see those mountains begin to fall. You will see those targets begin to be destroyed. You will begin to see those things that you have spoken today begin to fall in your life. And you will experience my warmth and my light. Just as a cloud that covers the warmth and the light of the sun, my spirit will blow away the cloud and you will feel the warmth of my presence and you will smell my presence and you will feel and experience my glory and my presence in your life. Only walk faithful and steadfast with me and I, the Lord, will accomplish what you have spoken this day. Hadabaha. Oh, give the Lord some praise right now. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Help us to be faithful in the wait. Help us to be faithful in the wait, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Star Wars. Star Wars. I wish Brandon was still here. But he can tell you he's been... He's been in, in those situations down in, I can't say where really, but he has seen drone strikes standing in America watching drone strikes happen in the Middle East. He's seen them happen. But from the time the command is given until the strike is accomplished, there's a waiting period. And so brothers and sisters, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And that waiting is not just sitting around, oh, yeah, the Lord's going to do it sometime. Oh, yeah. wonder what Pastor Tracy's doing today. Oh, just drive, driving around. No. Waiting is like a waiter, waitress. What can I get you, Lord? Do you need anything else? Can I bring you some more worship and praise? Just be faithful. Just be steadfast. God's got this. Amen. Star Wars, Jedi, ready to go. It's 11.59, you're out before 12. Amen. Church, 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Men, anybody wants to just come fellowship with me at Denny's 6.30 Tuesday night. Prayer, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Don't forget your fast days. God bless you. Jesus' name. Give us some good gospel music there, Jonathan. Amen.